welcome to Vibrant Life episode 23. My name is Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology and a fitness instructor. So today we're going to chat about natural immunity to the current virus and the fact that we should be testing for antibodies as a priority over just mandates. So I'm going to speak in code. So perhaps my stuff doesn't get removed from the interwebs. <laughs> as has happened. So let's dive in. And uh, today is September 23rd, 2021. It is Friday Eve. So there is actually a ton of research pointing to the fact that those who have recovered from the virus could even have lifelong immunity. You might not know that because people are not really allowed to talk about it. So if you do some research, first of all, I highly recommend going to the browser DuckDuckGo instead of using Google. I have it both on my phone and my laptop because it's far less censored. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. So go there and you can find all sorts of this stuff. I will link to the things that I am going to be talking about but there's a lot out there. So I'm just gonna share a little bit. So number one, the NIH in January of 2021 um, shared this article, lasting immunity found after recovery from the virus. So after people recover, recover from infection from any virus, the immune system retains a memory of it. Immune cells and proteins that circulate in the body can recognize and kill the pathogen if it's encountered again, protecting against disease and reducing illness severity. So that's how it works. There's your biology 101. That's what we all know, right? This long-term immune protection involves several components, antibodies, proteins that circulate in the blood, which is what antibodies are, um, which recognize foreign substances like viruses and neutralize them. Then there's different types of T cells that help recognize and kill pathogens. B cells make new antibodies when the body needs them. The researchers found durable immune responses in the majority of people studied. Antibodies against the spike protein of the you-know-what virus, it was found in 98% of participants one month after symptom onset. So as seen in previous studies, the number of antibodies ranged widely between individuals, but promisingly, their levels remained fairly stable over time, declining only modestly at six to eight months after infection. This next one, talks about why they decline. So this one is good news. Mild vi this virus induces lasting antibody protection. This is Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis. So May 24th, 2021, months after recovering from mild cases of the you-know-what virus, people still have immune cells in their body pumping out antibodies against the virus that causes you-know-what according to a study from researchers at Washington University, blah, blah, blah. Such cells could persist for a lifetime, churning out antibodies all the while. You might, you're probably not supposed to know that, but last fall, there were reports that antibodies wane quickly after infection with the virus that caused you know what. And mainstream media interpreted that to mean that immunity was not long lived, said senior author Ali Elibit. Ellie Betty, PhD, professor, associate professor of pathology and immunology, blah, 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 like huge long title, hashtag science. But that's a misinterpretation of the data. It is normal for the antibody levels to go down after acute infection. 
but they don't go down to zero, they plateau. Here we found antibody producing cells in people 11 months after first symptoms. These cells will live and produce antibodies for the rest of people's lives. That's strong evidence for long lasting immunity, but you're not supposed to talk about it. A, a third article called had, you know what? You'll probably make antibodies for a lifetime. This is nature.com, May 26, 2021. Many people who've been infected with you know what will probably make antibodies against the virus for most of their lives. So suggest researchers who've identified long-lived antibody producing cells in the bone marrow of people, that's gold standard for where to find it, um, who've recovered from the you know what. Next, I wanna talk about what if you have had the virus, should you get sauced, the prick in the arm? An international survey of 2002 people who'd received a first dose of the sauce found that people who had previously had the virus experienced significantly increased incident, incidence and severity of side effects after the sauce. Those who've previously had the virus had a greater risk of experiencing any side effects. So adverse reactions, right? Which I mean, kind of makes sense because your body already has these antibodies built up and then you're trying to like, you know, mess with the immune system even more. So there's lots of research. I will link again, as I said, there's another one. Um, I'm not even going to say where it's from because it involves the name of the virus, but um, I will link it below. But this one again goes into the sauce after effects are more common in those who've already had the virus. According to the latest data, this was February 4th, 2021. The whole reason we're talking about this is why are we just blanket mandating for everybody without being able to question, well, first of all, is it okay for me to take it? Because I personally, um, I can't have penicillin. I know people who can't have nuts or gluten or dairy, you know, and some of those are severe reactions. So why would we ever just offer this blanket, rec not recommendation, mandate when we could, um, for one, I mean, we should acknowledge that mm, there's risk or, you know, dig into some other things that we could be doing, right? So it doesn't make any sense. It flies in the face of science. So for me personally, I have autoimmune issues, which basically means your immune system is overreacting and attacking your body in certain ways. Usually if you have an autoimmune condition, you have more than one, you may just not even realize that that's what's going on with your body. Like you could have something like Crohn's and rheumatoid arthritis or rosacea and, um, like, uh, Hashimoto's, which is, uh, when you're immune system attacks your thyroid, way more common than people think. So autoimmune conditions are higher than ever. Hello, toxins. So with that being said, I don't feel comfortable putting something in my body that is meant to jack up my immune system when my immune system is already jacked up and kind of like just shooting everywhere. <laughs> in my body and it's not a good thing. It has been life altering and not a good way. So I personally am very um, proud of myself for how I manage and maintain, um, but it took me a while to figure out exactly how to do that. And I know not everybody has that in them. So anyway, that is a side note. And if you have any questions or 
you know, how do I navigate this autoimmune stuff and blah, 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 reach out to me. I am a holistic health coach. That's what I do. So this article that I pulled up by the NIH talks about the sauce, the current sauce for the current virus and autoimmunity. And it actually says awaking the sleeping giant. So they talk about in here, um, the sauce um, has raised a number of concerns regarding reactogenicity. I can't even say that word. Um, so basically they're talking about how this thing could in fact um, trigger an immune response that actually um, causes a flare for people. And it could actually be worse than just a normal flare or it could actually produce um, other autoimmune issues. I will just leave it at that. That's exactly what everything that I know about autoimmunity and you guys, I have dug in. When you deal with something like that, then you learn about it. And I personally believe that mine is linked to toxins, which that's for another show. I should have the right to say no. And I would definitely suggest that if anybody has autoimmune issues, then do your own research and advocate for yourself because who is going to help you when you get sauced and then you your body overreacts. And this is another thing so many people like get it and then they're like, I'm fine. I haven't grown a third head. But my main concern, and you may have heard me say this before, is later. And I'm talking months, even years down the road because it takes time when you have certain things going in your body, it can take time. And then people are like, well, I don't know. I guess I'm just getting old. I guess it's just, you know, bad luck. Well, mm, no, it's not. So that is, that is it. My main thing is that we should be testing for antibodies. And it's very clear why. Now they are testing. Let's see here. There is, I think it's Michigan. Yes. Spectrum health workers can use natural immunity as vaccine mandate exemption. I just said the word. Oops. Anyway, so this was published September 9th, 2021. Um, Spectrum Health will grant temporary exemptions from its employee sauce mandate to individuals who can prove they've naturally acquired immunity. So you can still get and spread the virus if you've been sauced. So you can still get it. You can still spread it but with natural immunity, not so. Hmm. Let's see here. Let's use our heads a little bit. And then there's one more I was going to share in Israel. Corona there I go again. The you know what patients who recovered from the virus were far less likely to become infected during the latest wave of the pandemic. I guess I can say that. Maybe not. I don't know. Then people who were sauced against the virus, according to numbers presented to the Israel, Israeli health ministry. So again, I will link to that so you can dive in yourself. All this evidence is showing us basically what we already knew from everything we've dealt with previously, that your natural immunity is the best. It is gold standard. So I also am concerned because people are just, you know, sanitizing the crap out of everything and not taking very good care of themselves. And so you're, you know, basically 
doing a really good job of creating a weaker immune system in so many different ways. All right, I would love to hear if any of you guys have any research you wanna share or experience you wanna share. I would love it, even if you wanna like jump on here and I can do a little interview with you. I do think that listening to people is key right now because of so much control and censorship out there that actual experience from real world people is where it's at. So you can find me at thatvibrantlife.com. You can find me on Facebook at Vibrant Life or Instagram at that underscore Vibrant Life. So you guys have an awesome day and I will talk to you later.